Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hey, everyone. It's Daniela from the Keto Lifestyle Show. I hope you had an awesome day so far. And let's make it a little bit better because today let's talk about the keto flu again. Yes, keto flu. I can't talk about it enough because um, I've got so many questions about it. Like people write to me, um, how do I get rid of it? Why are some people getting the keto flu and some not? How long does it last? Who should... um, avoid keto diet because of it and all these different questions so i thought let's talk about it yeah the keto flu about the symptoms and how to get rid of it well the ketogenic diet um has gained uh, popularity as a natural way to lose weight and improve your health and i like it the other way around to improve your health because that's what we want to focus about uh, on it and of course you will lose weight um definitely so the diet or for me it's more like a lifestyle because it's not just you go on a ketogenic diet for 30 days or 28 days and then you go back to your normal or eating habits you had before well guess what happened nothing will change you will gain the weight and you will lose the health and um, you're back to where you started or even worse so it's more like yes you can start it like with a 30 day challenge or 28 day challenge and so many people have their all these different challenges and um i have one as well so if you're interested let me know um but it's good to start with it and get to know what kind of lifestyle and how it could look like and get great results definitely but after that you need to adjust it a bit so it's becoming a lifestyle and not just a one-off thing because that will change nothing. Um, if you want to keep uh, being healthy and keep all these improvements in your health, and um, if you want to keep the weight you you lost, you know where you're at, um, of course you have to go on with a ketogenic lifestyle. And it will be a bit different than the 28-day challenge or something like that. But, well, okay, I'm losing it here. It's not my topic to talk about that. So let's jump right into it. Okay, while the diet um, or the lifestyle is considered safe for most people, it's associated with some unpleasant side effects. And we know that, and it's called the keto flu. Also, um, you can actually call it the carb flu because it's more about um, restricting carbs and what uh, symptoms uh, you experience then than the keto flu. But here we we go. So the keto flu, also called the carb flu, is a term coined uh, by followers to describe the symptoms they experience when beginning the, the ketogenic diet. And... Today, I want to talk about it, why it happens, and how to ease the symptoms. So, what is a keto flu? That's the first question I normally get. And the keto flu is a collection, <laughs> sweet, 
but it is. It is a collection of symptoms experienced by some people when they first start the keto diet. And these symptoms, which can feel similar to the flu, they are caused by the body adapting to a new diet consisting uh, of very little or highly reduced carbs. And reducing your carb intake forces your body to burn ketones for energy instead of glucose. And here it is. Ketones are um, uh, byproducts of fat breakdown and become the main fuel source when following <clears throat> excuse me, when following a ketogenic diet. And normally fat is re reserved as a secondary fuel so, uh, source to use when glucose is not available. And this switch to burning fat for energy is called ketosis. Uh, it occurs during specific circumstances, including starvation and fasting as well. That's why some people do intermittent fasting because you get Uh, similar results. Um, however, ketosis can also be reached by adopting to a very low carb diet like the ketogenic diet, where you um, typically reduce to under 50 grams per day your carb intake. And this drastic reduction can come as a shock to the body, definitely. And it may cause withdrawal-like symptoms similar to those experienced when weaning off an addictive substance like caffeine or something like that. So to sum it, the keto flu is a term used to describe a flu-like symptom associated with beginning the very low ketogenic diet. Okay, what are the symptoms? Ah... Switch to a very low carb diet is a major change and your body may need uh, time to adapt to this new way of eating. For some people, this transition period can be, yeah, especially, 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 well, it can be difficult, okay? <laughs> Signs of keto flu may start popping up within the first few days of cutting back on carbs and symptoms can range from mild to severe and vary from person to person because we are all individuals and our bodies are very different from each other so um, that's why it can be very different from person to person. While some people may transition to a ketogenic diet without any side effects, oh, you're so lucky, um, others may experience one or more of the following symptoms, like me. So the symptoms can be nausea, vomiting, constipation, diarrhea, headache, irritability, weakness, muscle cramps, dizziness, poor concentration, stomach pain, muscle soreness, difficulty sleeping, and sugar craving. And these symptoms are commonly reported by those who have just began the ketogenic diet and can be distressing. And what's interesting, because if people jump on the ketogenic diet and they experience these symptoms, they think, or this must be wrong for me, or this is not good, I should stop. And they stop after a week 
or one and a half weeks because they think they can't be good because I have all these symptoms. But you need, you, you definitely have to understand that if you start, your body needs to adapt to the new way of eating. And these are just a few side effects because there are so many changing in your body and you used to eat different for a long time and if you change something of course your body needs to adapt to it okay so don't stop that's why I'm, I really want to encourage you to keep on going um, symptoms they typically typically last about a week or maybe two weeks um, but normally not longer. And while these side effects may cause some dieters to throw in the towel, like I said, there are ways to redu uh, reduce these uh, side uh, effects. So to sum it, when beginning a ketogenic diet, some people may experience symptoms, including diarrhea, fatigue, muscle soreness, or sugar cravings, or some uh, muscle... Um, um, cramps uh, so yeah but it doesn't have to be that bad or it doesn't have to last that long so the question often is how to get rid of the keto flu and it will not last the whole time it's it's just one to two weeks if it goes longer you should definitely check with your doctor I mean you would you should always check with your um, uh professional health professional to see if you if the ketogenic diet is good for you and then um, check with your doctor in between so but back to the question how to get rid of the keto flu and the keto flu can make you feel miserable let me tell you <laughs> uh, it wasn't a pleasant time when I started the ketogenic diet but um even I read about it, I was surprised when I had a few symptoms. I thought, oh yeah, probably nausea and um, and a bit of headaches or the sugar cravings. Um, but then I had diarrhea really bad. So, <laughs> and that surprised me because it it that's an interesting thing because um, I had a few different symptoms, but they didn't start at the same time. So. At the beginning, I had like this um, nausea, and then I had a f a muscle cramping a few, but I got this under control quite easily, and I, I will let you know how to do that. Um, and then I felt quite good, and a few days later, I got diarrhea, and I thought there was something, because we went to a Christmas uh, birthday um Christmas no uh, to a birthday dinner and I thought maybe there was something wrong with the food <laughs> I got diarrhea because Manu had it as well my husband and we we started the ketogenic diet at the same time so we should actually knew because about what we did is we rang up the other people and asked hey how are you feeling do you have like diarrhea as well and everyone was fine except for us and that's when we realized oh great so it's kind of a keto flu thing um anyway how, how did i start like oh yeah 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 so it, it can make you feel miserable and uh, it doesn't mean that it comes 
on the same day all the symptoms are starting, uh, it can happen that it's um, in the first week you feel a bit nausea or feel like, oh, I have to vomit, but you don't have to, hopefully. And then um, the next week you have diarrhea or something else. So, uh, well, luckily there are ways to reduce it, the flu-like symptoms, and help your body get through the transition period more easily. And here are my tips. So stay hydrated. Drink enough water. It's so easy. It's necessary for optimal health. It's always good and it can help to reduce the symptoms. A keto diet can cause you to uh, rapidly shed water stores, increase the risk of dehydration. And that's why it's so important that you drink. This is because glucogen, the store, uh, the stored form of uh, carbs, bind to water in the body. And when dietary carbs are reduced, glucogen levels plumped and water is excreted uh, from the body. So that's why you lose so much water in the beginning. So it is important staying hydrated can help with symptoms like fatigue and muscle cramping. And um, replacing fluids is especially important when you are experiencing keto-flu-associated diarrhea, which can cause additional fluid loss. So keep on drinking water. It's good for you and it really helps you. And yeah, then my next point is avoid um, extreme exercise while experiencing uh, exercise is very important for staying healthy and keeping your body weight in check and your mind steady. Um, really excess, excessive exercise should be avoided when experiencing K2 flu symptoms. Fatigue, muscle cramps and stomach discomfort are common in the first week of following a ketogenic diet. So it may be a good idea to give your body a little bit of rest um, or activities like intense um, biking, running, weightlifting and workouts may have to be put on the back burner while your system adapts to the new fuel source. And while these types of exercise should be avoided if you are experiencing keto flu, light activities like walking or yoga or leisurely uh, biking may be improved symptoms. So um, just step a little bit back with high intense exercise and workouts and give your body a little bit of rest or go for a walk or just do some light exercise. I actually had a guy, um, he was like, he was really keen. You know, he said, no, I want to go on. And he did hard workouts um, from the beginning. And well, what can I say? He felt so miserable. Um, yeah, stay away from it for the first two weeks and then you're good to go. Um, the next one is replace electrolytes. Um, replacing dietary electrolytes might may help reduce the keto flu symptoms and when following a ketogenic diet levels of insulin very important hormones we are of course definitely that helps the body absorb glucose from the bloodstream decrease so when insulin levels decrease the kidney releases excess sodium from the body what's more the ketogenic um 
diet restricts many foods that are high in potassium, including fruits, beans, and starchy vegetables. So what does it mean? Getting um, adequate amounts of these important nutritions is an excellent way to power through the adaptation period of the diet. And salting food to taste and including potassium-rich keto-friendly fruits like green leafy vegetables and avocados, they are an excellent way to ensure you are maintaining a healthy balance of electrolytes. And these fruits are also high in magnesium, which may help reduce the muscle cramps, definitely, sleep issues and headaches. So that's helpful as well. And then it's so good to get an, a yeah, good amount of sleep. So fatigue and irritability are common complaints of people who are adapting to a ketogenic lifestyle and the lack of sleep causes levels of the stress hormone cortisol to rise in your body and do we want that not really so which can have a really sorry my throat is like oh so dry anyway i keep on talking um i have no water with me where's my water bottle I can't believe it. Anyway, so, um, where was I? Okay, yeah, lack of sleep. So, that increases your levels or can cause um, levels of the stress hormone cortisol to rise in your body. And it's a negative impact on your mood and makes keto flu symptoms even worse, which is not good. So, if you're having difficult times falling or staying asleep, Try one of my following tips. First one is reduce your ca uh, caffeine intake because caffeine is a stimulant that may negatively impact sleep. And if you drink caffeinated beverages, only do so in the morning so your sleep is not affected by it. And it, you, you don't have to stay away from your favorite coffee. Just be a bit more cautious in the first two weeks. Cut out um, light, really bad light, like shut off your cell phone, computers and television in the bedroom to create a dark environment and promote restful sleep. Take a bath if you want to and put some salt or lavender essential oil in your bath. It really helps to you to relax and get ready for sleep. Get up early, that's also good. Waking up at the same time every day and avoiding oversleeping may help you with your sleep patterns. Also, if you have um, difficulty, just to go back on the lavender essential oil, if you have difficulty falling asleep or um, having a good relaxed sleep, what I do is from time to time, when I know I have a high intense uh, week or time or day, um, I've got this um, lavender essential oil spray. So what I do, I take it and I spray my my pillow with it and um, the blanket as well a bit, or I spray it in the in the um, sleeping room. Um, in the bedroom, sleeping room, bedroom. So, um, yeah, that definitely helps me to to calm down 
and fall asleep faster and then have a really peaceful and restful sleep. So just a side note. But getting up early is helpful as well. I normally get up at 4 o'clock in the morning um, and then do my workout or have my morning routine. And it's so good because I get tired at night really fast and early. So it's it's actually just what I do is I... I shift my my hours or my day a little bit more in the morning. So I get to bed early at night. I'm normally at 9.30 or at least latest, 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 10, 10, uh, 10 p.m. Because getting up at 4 a.m. in the morning, it's not that easy if you go to bed at 12. Um, yeah, so anyway. Um, where was I? Get up early. Yeah. Okay. Make sure, um, going back to, um, yeah, that was topic on the sleep to get better sleep. Um, another one is, um, make sure you're eating enough fat and carbs. Oh, what carbs? Oh, yes. So transitioning to a very low carb diet, like the ketogenic diet, can cause you to crave food that are restricted on the ketogenic diet, such as cookies, bread, pasta, bagels, and all these yummy stuff. And however, eating enough fat, the primary fuel, uh, fuel source on the ketogenic diet, will help reduce the cravings and keep you feeling satisfied, definitely. In fact, research shows that a low-carb diet help or helps uh, reduce cravings for sweets and high-carb foods. And I can confirm that. Well, it was the case for me. So those having a difficult time adapting to the ketogenic diet may have to eliminate carbs gradually rather than at all or all at once so slowly cutting back on carbs while increasing your fat and protein in your diet may help make the transition smoother and decrease the keto flu symptoms definitely so to sum it up you can combat the keto flu by staying hydrated uh, replacing electrolytes getting plenty of sleep avoiding um it, um, enormous activities or really stressful activities and workouts, eating enough fat and cutting out carbs slowly over time. So that can really helpful. Um, well, I, I still have a question. So why do some people get the keto flu and why do some people don't get the keto flu? That's a good question. Um, I... Actually, in the first part, I got the keto flu, definitely. And if, oh, okay, let me, before I jump into that, the interesting thing is um, about cheat day. I did an episode on that, but if you do a cheat day, you should plan for it and all that and go, go back and listen to the episode. Um, but if you do a cheat day, because normally in lots of diets, you have these cheat days. Um, but the ketogenic diet, it's not a diet, it's a, it's a lifestyle. So it's quite different if you see it from that point of view. Anyway, if you do a cheat day, um, you definitely kick your body out of ketosis. 
and that means from time to time if you want to come back and bring your body back into ketosis which we want to achieve um it's sometimes that you go through the keto flu again you don't don't have all the symptoms sometimes you have only one or two and you feel like the symptoms are coming back so just to make yeah make you aware of that but i also what i do like i have a really awesome um it's kind of a drink so i drink it's like therapeutic ketones and they are naturally and they are so good that I drink them in the morning and sometimes at um, night as well before I go to sleep uh, because it helps my body to stay in ketosis even if I have sometimes a few more carbs than normally um, but also it's um, well it kicks your body into ketosis within 60 minutes which is awesome um, so but it's not that you can have a cheat day and then drink your this drink and you're back into ketosis. It's not for that because that's that's weird. Okay, um, y- you can do that, but it's it's not in, for what it's made of or intention of it. Um, it's more like it really helps me to get up early, to be on focus, to be um, have better concentration. And really stay on track with with my lifestyle, with my ketogenic lifestyle, and also it really helps me to to be up, you know. Um, so, well, whenever you're interested, I do a ten day challenge or five day trial. If you're interested, you should definitely reach out to me on my social media, Instagram or Facebook, or um, yeah do that and or you write me an email at info um what is it info at keto lifestyle show dot com yeah should be that one yeah info at keto lifestyle show dot com and just reach out to me and help you with that okay let's go on why do some people get the keto flu good question People adapt to the ketogenic diet differently. We know that because we are all different. So while some may experience weeks of keto flu, like two weeks or two and a half weeks, um, others may adjust to the new diet with no adverse side effects. I'm so jealous of these people. (laughs) The symptoms people experience are tied to how their bodies adjust to the new fuel source. Usually, carbs provide the body with energy in form of glucose, like I mentioned before. And when carbs are substantially substantially reduced, not sustainably, substantially, um, the body burns ketones from fat instead of um, glucose. So those who typically consume lots of carbs, especially refined carbs like pasta, sugary cereal and soda may have a more difficult time when beginning the ketogenic diet so the transition to a high fat very low carb diet may be a struggle for some while others are able to switch between fuel sources easily with little to no key to flu symptoms 
and yeah congratulations to you if you're one of these people um so the reason some people adapt to the ketogenic diet easier than others is 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 actually unknown but genetics electrolyte loss dehydration and carbs withdrawal are believed to be the driven forces behind the keto flu um well will it last for long no normally it lasts for one to two or two and a half weeks if it goes on i you should definitely check with your um professional your medical professional so um the bottom line let's sum it up the bottom line the keto flu is a collection of symptoms associated with a body adapting to the ketogenic diet nausea constipation headaches fatigue and sugar cravings they are really common in some people who are adapting to the high fat low carb diet and staying hydrated, replacing lost electrolytes, getting enough rest and ensuring you are consuming proper amounts of fat and carbs and protein, that are, these are ways to reduce the Katie flu symptoms definitely. So, and if you're interested in the um, keto drink, like I mentioned before, you should definitely reach out to me. Apart from that, I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're one of these people who have no symptoms of the keto flu. And if you are, don't give up. Keep on going. It will end, definitely. Okay, love you lots. Have a beautiful day. Talk to you soon. Bye.